Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. Thank you for joining us for this half hour. Now, Let's Talk. And good morning and welcome to it. Tracy Morgan in with you with Let's Talk. This is uh, our, our, our show that we just get to gab for about a half an hour, but we do it with great professionals in and around Butler County talking about issues and locations and services that are important to you here in Butler and Butler County. And today is our day with Family Pathways. So we're going to talk to Dr. Ellen Welter-Lewis and also her assistant is here as well, Ricky. And so we're going to talk about the Monarch Institute. And we'll get into that here in just a second. I'll let them explain more. But let me give you the different ways that you can listen. Because, of course, you can listen to us on the radio. We love you for doing it. Uh, but you can also listen to us if you're mobile. So what you can do is download that app into your smartphone and you can go from there. Now, you also have the opportunity to listen to us as we're streaming online, and you can go to WISR680.com and go that route as well. And then, if you did just get an Alexa by device, let me tell you how to use Alexa. So you just say, Alexa, play WISR680. That should be enough. We should come up there for you, and you can listen to us as we're broadcasting for the next half hour. All right, so let's do it. Dr. Ellen Welter-Lewis back again. Welcome, welcome. Well, thank you. Good morning. Nice to see you. It's nice to see you, And too. I love your glasses, by the way. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, we have to talk fashion for a moment. Right? Sorry, Ricky. I love your tie. Can oh, we do that? You. <laughs> you know, Ricky Hawk is with us, too, and uh, he's the new assistant for Dr. Ellen, Welt- yep. Ellen Welter-Lewis. So nice to see you. Welcome to the program. Great. Good morning. Yeah, yeah. So do you, I'm going to start with you. Usually I start with <laughs> Ellen, but we're going to start with you. So because you're new to the building, have you learned the layout? Because the, the new side of this, the Monarch Institute, has made it even larger than what it's been yeah I'm, I'm definitely learning the building it is huge i find a new nook or cranny pretty much every day or you get lost every day and the new part of this i mean to you the whole building is new for yeah. you know you being new to the job but the the newer side of this the monarch institute what are your thoughts on that when you came to to join the team oh it's absolutely stunning like that's one of the reasons i was like oh i have to work here this place is incredible and I love because I took a tour. It'd probably be about a year now, you mm-hmm. know, Ellen. And and you walk through that, and and I've joked with you many times. Like, can I just come over and work with you guys? Because your workspace is just so unique. And then you have different spaces for people to have some downtime. And I want you to talk about that because I think that's important to any business. That I don't think when workers are stressed and you work in a high stress environment, that they get to decompress. Well, yes, we absolutely do. And self-care is really important. One of the things that happens when you buy an older industrial building, and the building was built in 1915, so we're, the original building's 105 years old, and really taking care of employees was not a high priority back then, so there weren't a lot of employee um, spaces where they could relax. So we put the back porch on downstairs, Um, with the new handicap accessibility when we purchased the building and believe it or not it's been 15 years now and um, so one of the big goals um, for us was to do some nice employee space where they could spread out um, take their laptops they do a lot of work in writing reports and such and get away from their desk and sit on a nice sofa and um, write their reports. You know, I think my doctoral my doctoral um, dissertations were all written on the sofa. So mm-hmm. I know that that's a good environment, and I know that people can be very productive. And then 
they wanted some outside space, so we put a very nice side porch on the upstairs. So they have their porch and their multi-purpose room, which, you know, it's 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 very nice space. And I'm glad you said productive because the reason I'm bringing this up is because do you find that your workers are healthier, uh, more productive, they're more in tune with what they're doing? Because as you know, anybody in any job, if we're stressed, sometimes we kind of zone out a little bit. Well, and yeah. you can't. You can't in what you do. No, you can't. I can't not. in what I do either, but <laughs> you can't. In, you know, you're more important here. No, it's very important that they're focused, but it's also very important that they can kind of defrag a little bit mm-hmm. and go and sit down in a quiet space and be very focused and produce a nice report for the people they work for. Absolutely. So I think, I think it was a very smart investment, and I think it will – you know, really support the, the workers for years to come. Absolutely. Let's talk about the Monarch Institute because we're talking about the section that has become the Monarch Institute. Uh, but that's your space for the workers. But the Monarch Institute, why did you do this in the first place? Well, we are very much um, an information-based, a learning-based organization, and the exchange of knowledge is key to who we are. So we wanted to have exceptional training and community space so that we can bring people together. Now, the Training Institute is a little bit over a year old now, and it's specifically designed to be very family-friendly, very community-friendly, and it's there for anyone in the community to to use if they want to have a meeting or a training. And we we have a number of trainings coming up, and um, a lot of different organizations are starting to use it, and uh, actually a lot of the state organizations use it as their regional hub, like the Statewide Adoption um, Network and other... um, state program. So it, it is finding its niche, which is very good. Now you say meetings and kind of seminars, and we can picture what that means, but can't people use this as like an event space as well? Like a, if they have a wedding or if they have a retirement or they have something that, that they need to fit a lot of people in. Oh, absolutely. There's been some awards dinners and um, quite a few baby showers okay. and okay. Um, wedding showers and we haven't had our first wedding yet, um, but, you know, we're, we're learning. You know, we are um, interested in serving people, but I have never been an events person and would never claim that. I have really been in the trenches, you know, serving the clinical and the other, you know, the support needs of families. So, but, you know, if the facilities there, we might as well use it right. as a community. And so. some people for certain events are looking for a unique space. Mm-hmm. And with that being so new and so beautifully designed, and with that train hallway, you know, we'll talk about that in a second, <laughs> but it, it's just, it makes it just come together where you're thinking, wow, this is a unique place that mm-hmm. I love Butler. So nothing against Butler. I'm just saying that you don't find spaces like this too often when you're a butler. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a whole different world when you walk and it's, in. It's very easily accessible, you know, to the downtown. And, you know, the new facility is 16,000 square feet. The entire building with the facility is 60,000. So it's a large space and we're on five acres and we have about 300 parking spaces. So um, and that's in the back of the building. I want to make sure people know how to get into yes, you, this newer portion. Yes, it's you can come down you can come across the viaduct and come down in the back way, or you can come on Brew Avenue and come down Strawberry Way and 
between the church and our facility. Yeah, the intersection church and you guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's the a sign that has the butterflies. And and Ricky, I'll turn to you for a second because when I visited whatever whatever, a year ago or so, I was like so touristy. You know, it's like it was the first time I was ever in Butler. You know, I'm like, oh look at that butterfly. You know, I'm taking a bunch (laughs) of pictures, and I can't remember who was taking us through, and they're trying to tell us about, and I'm like going off like, oh look at one you know <laughs> but it is gorgeous do you have a favorite section of the monarch institute that you've used it for a specific pur- purpose um i really just like the fireplace area mm-hmm. just to go down and sit and decompress for a minute uh, and then get back to it of course and that's <laughs> outside the main room right well yeah, i say the it's main right room, outside of the bigger, dedication hall yeah that bigger room that you could hold an event or you know a seminar but i also like when you go down the train hallway and Ellen, you can explain what the train hallway is in a second, but um, there are other meeting rooms off to the side there, right? Yeah, that you can hold more intimate settings if yeah, you want. Yeah, there's like Red Chimney Hall, Family Hall. There's quite a few halls down there that you could use for a variety of reasons. And it's amazing when, when you see how many rooms that you have mm-hmm. and how well it's done. But explain the hallway. Well, we actually have our own train tunnel. Actual and, uh, train yes, tunnel. Yes, <laughs> it was a real train tunnel. Um when the building was constructed, the train actually came in through the building, and people would ride the train to work, and it, they would pick up supplies and load the trains right from the loading dock inside the building. And there was also a tunnel under the street where they had a cafeteria, and the old Morgan building and the Spang building had a luncheon cafeteria that was joined by a tunnel. There's really, really cool things about this city that Mm. I never knew until. Right. So, but the train actually came through the building and would pick up the the wares that they produced. They produced um, oil and gas well parts. And um, so one of the things we wanted to do was kind of preserve that train tunnel and it has the copper vaulted ceiling. If it had a vaulted ceiling in, of course, it wasn't very fancy, but right, right, we yeah. fancied it up a little. And so there's this beautiful hallway, and it just joins all of those um, meeting rooms. Mm-hmm. So there, And it's about 14 feet wide, so it provides ample space for people to network between meetings. And, you know, there's a lot of restroom area there that, you know, you don't have to wait in line or anything because right. there's lots of... Um, of those amenities but that it is a real train tunnel and um, a lot of people say oh I want to get married here because it has a glass wall at the end mm-hmm. where the train a would gorgeous have gone space out. yeah so well, maybe you'll get the first wedding then yeah <laughs> you never know it's you coming never know. it's coming it's going to and, and what I, I love what you've done with it is exactly what you just mentioned you preserved a piece of butler but you didn't just save it you did something with it you know you brought it back to life maybe that's the best way to describe it is you brought it back to life in a whole different way well and it had been sitting empty for three years before we got it and you know 9-11 happened and people were kind of frozen and you know I had looked at it but then it wasn't available and then it was available again and when I did the tour it was like this is like custom design for us it it really was perfect to serve families in this community 
So let me ask you about the security then, because we're talking about events and seminars, but you have a business going on Mm -hmm, at the same mm -hmm. time if somebody is holding something midweek or midday. Um, So how do you keep the uh, separation of what you're doing there between activity downstairs with the Monarch Institute and some sensitive material going on elsewhere in the building? Mm -hmm. Well, we have, um, of course, security system. You have to be buzzed in and out of the building. Um, and also, the elevator in the training institute cannot go on to the therapy floors without a code. So people are um, shown their space. Um, it, it's really pretty much a non-issue. And, you know, we have our staff that attends to the trainings. And then our therapy services and such, people use a different entrance and a different parking lot. So it stays pretty separate all the time so if the uh, if a community member or an individual an organization would like to use the monarch institute do they have access between the train tunnel and the lower entrance is that right like they have yes. if they would need it yes or, depending yeah. on if they needed both parking lots of course they could come in both si- both side entrances on the first floor and that i think is comforting for families to know because if they're coming in of course this is the monarch institute at family pathways and so family pathways just give us that general sense of what you're doing of course we hear your name all the time but if we don't need your services i'm not sure we know exactly what you're doing well family pathways is a trauma loss and transition center we work with at-risk families in the community um, if they've had a loss or have had a family member who's passed away or very ill we have um, nine clinicians therapists um, ready to assist them. We have a child and adolescent um, psychiatrist and a nurse practitioner to really attend to their psychiatric needs. We work um, with the child welfare population a lot. We really have dedicated ourselves to working with at-risk families. And, you know, we our primary mission is striving to strengthen families. And we really um, try to do that in any way we can. And you've done it well also with that, the addition of the Monarch Institute with that theme of helping families and the community and education and, and so along that theme. But I do want to go back to the Monarch Institute because there are so many different events that could come in there mm-hmm. and, um, and to utilize the space. So give us some other additional ideas uh, for folks that, yes, birthday parties and anniversaries, Well, one thing that's really nice is um, Dedication Hall can hold up to 230 individuals. And right next to Dedication Hall is the Children's Activity Center. One of the things we found when we were doing um, education for parents is that child care was a big issue. So we built the um, Children's Activity Center right next to the parents' training room so they can bring their children. And if they're coming to a training, the children have activities to do as well which really helps young families when they're trying to kind of lift themselves up and, you know, move on into higher functioning um, working yeah, to situation. their yeah, own absolutely. family. And that, is, can, that can be a drawback. I mean, mom with two kids of my own. I don't know, Ricky, if you have a family no. yet in that <laughs> realm. But, you know, when you go to different situations, you want to go to a meeting, you want to go to a seminar, and it holds you back because you have kids. We also have a youth activity center um, that... Uh, youth groups can come and use and 
Um, we have a strategic planning suite. If an organization wants to come and spend a day planning, they can come and use our strategic planning suite. You know, one of my doctorates is in leadership and nonprofit management. So strategic planning is very you know, it's your niche. It's, yeah, it's my <laughs> it's, niche. It's what you're about. So, yeah. of course, you know, I would design a space that would really support that for the community. Um, we have done a lot of community trainings. We have one coming up now that's um, professional safety, and that's really hands-on how to protect yourself as a professional out in the community. Um, so um, we, we're bringing um, Will Halley in and he's going to work on situational awareness, strategy, avoidance techniques. So we have a lot of, you know, staff out there, you know, on the ground. So we like to provide training. And because we're, you know, a member of Butler Collaborative for Families, these trainings are open to all the human services providers. But if there was a church or another community provider um, it wouldn't necessarily have to be a social service agency they can certainly join us and come to those trainings um, we also have de-escalation training coming up we do professional ethics uh, we'll we'll open it up and bring speakers in to do CPR and first aid trainings that are key to keeping um, our community safe um, we've had two or three trainings where the local police have come in and used our space for um, some of their trainings. So, you know, we really try to make ourselves available to um, community efforts and organizations. Absolutely. Ricky, I'm going to go back to the, the kids area for a second. Have you been okay. up there yet? Yeah, to, to the, Explain cool. what that is because I thought it was a very impressive room when the I visited. The kids one or the teen activity? Uh, both of them. Okay. Both, yeah. The teen activities, you know, has more like pool tables. Um, different activities geared towards, you know, teenagers, but the the children's, I mean, I kind of want to go in and hang out. Yeah, right. <laughs> one, we'll so go by the fire and, and then we'll go play games, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so either is very conducive to the age yeah, yeah. that's, that's going to be using those. And modern yeah. and, you know, just everything that a child or, you know, a teen or preteen would need during whatever session or, or, or training yeah. going on do you have young people who come in for trainings at all for that specifically for young kids i know you're talking about community and safety and you know i'm thinking adults would typically go to those kinds of sessions do you have i know you said youth groups do come in well but do you yeah have, we do have youth groups we have a resiliency group that meets and um learns you know different techniques for having a stronger future and you know gives them basic survivor skills which you know sometimes we need in our community mm -hmm. today um, we have um, foster parent training, which gets that um, is offered four times a year, and it's um, six two-hour sessions where um, resource families come in and learn about attachment and learn about discipline. So there's a lot of trainings for young families going on. And then if somebody is putting together maybe a speaking engagement, is that something that they could utilize yes, your we space have, for? Yes, we have received a number of calls um, from outside organizations. Um, on the 22nd, the Rotary is going to come in and spend the morning with us. A.M. or P.M.? A.M. A.M. See, they were in one time, and I love this story because I, I, I asked one of the members, they are in, and I said, I know A.M. has to stand for something. What's the big story? And she's like, morning. <laughs> 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 All right. 
next question. <laughs> you know, but love them. A.M. or P.M. That's all it means is morning so, well, or evening. But. And I, I was a Rotary Exchange student yeah, in, my, yeah. in my very young teen days. And I went to Brazil. A couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah, a couple right? of weeks yeah. ago, I went to Brazil for 14 months. So it's kind of fun to have the rotaries in because i you know i have life impacting experience as a result of their work so so they'll be in yeah they'll be so you know do you have a schedule of events on your website if if there's something that we're looking for in particular how do we we do um have eventbrite if you go on eventbrite you'll see um events that are happening at the training institute okay Okay. so yes we do have that do we have to search for anything in particular family pathways monarch institute if you just go on eventbrite it'll to show you every Eventbrite event that's happening in Butler. Okay. So that'll give you other organizations' events as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, so if so it's in Butler, Butler County, yeah. then we can You can search that. Family Pathways directly, too, right. and that should come up. Okay. So that's a good a good thing to do. Monarch Institute as well, or just Family Pathways? What um, do you think, I think Ricky? the Family Pathways and Butler Collaborative for Families would be the way for the next couple trainings that are coming up. Since we're talking about searching things online, uh, Ricky, do we, do we have any other social media platforms that we can look for Family Pathways on? Um, uh, I've been working on the website recently and going to start getting onto Instagram with the Monarch Institute and just to really get us out there. That'll be an excellent platform, I think, because you have great pictures. Like that that whole Monarch Institute is full of pictures. Yeah, it mm-hmm. sells itself. Yeah, it really does. And to be able to see it, I think that would be a, a fabulous thing. So let us know whenever you get that done. And oh, absolutely. Then, yeah, that'll be good to be able to and join if, up. if people want to take a tour, they can go on to monarchinstitute.com and there's a building tour of every floor on there now. Oh, really? So you can see floor by floor what the facility looks like. It's a lot of then fun. Then you really want to go in. Cause I it's know. Just, it is, it's, it's gorgeous. And I, we talked before the, the building was complete because you've been with us now for a few years. But, um, but you don't really get the sense until you really walk in the doors. Mm-hmm. I mean, even when you described it to me, I thought, well, that looks like it's probably a nice building. Wow. When I walked into it, I was amazed. Well, it's just gorgeous. And, it, it, you know, and people say, you know, Wow, you spent a lot of money here. And what I've learned over the years, it costs just as much to make it pretty as it does to make it ugly. I tell people that all the time. <laughs> you know. But the thing is, is I, I love I love places like yours, you know, because you put care into it right. and you can see the care because of the way that you have designed this. Mm-hmm. And so to me it, it reflects your passion for what you do. And well, I think that is I think it's excellent. And I think, you know, it's very family friendly, but I think it will stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, a hundred years from now that building will still be serving this community. And that's really you know when you can take a a building that's served the community for a hundred years and give it another hundred year life I think that's really important and it is something that uh, we are talking off the air about this and I'm so like this I'm I'm your typical person who drives by your building 500 times and then says huh is that different (laughs) so then you see you know that it is finished there is a parking lot down there so once you start paying attention you realize this is finished you go around the back. We're talking about the Monarch Institute. It's Family Pathways. And so if you haven't noticed that it is finished, then it is finished, and it's been finished for about a year now. Mm-hmm. And uh, so if you are looking, folks, to get in this location for an event or a seminar or to go attend something, uh, then you can either look them up online, Ricky, or how do we get a hold of you? How do we get... I mean, the quickest route would be uh, events.marnickinstitute.com, and mm-hmm. that'll give us an email right away, and we'll respond 
quickly. <laughs> yeah, right. And so is it the same number that we're calling for the Institute versus Family Pathways? Because there are it's, two distinct... It is the same number. Okay. So yeah. do you have that phone number on you? I didn't even write it down, so I figured... 724-284-9440 and just ask for Ricky. All right. So, Ricky, we're calling you. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have about five minutes left with both of you. And, and we're, of course, we're talking with Family Pathways, like I just mentioned, and the Monarch Institute. And I wanted to go back to something that you mentioned, which is the Collaborative for Families, because I think that's important to mention. I know you all meet, is it every week on Thursdays? We meet um, twice a month. Twice the executive a month. team meets um, on the first Thursday of the month, and then the entire general meeting is on the second Thursday of the month. And it's a, it's an important year for us because we will be celebrating 25 years wow, in Butler County in collaboration. Wow. That's really... So explain what that is for people who may be new in business. Maybe they moved to the area. Maybe, again, they've heard the name and really haven't dove into what it is. Well, Butler Collaborative for Families is about... 60 um, service organization, um, faith-based organization, and businesses who have come together to look at the needs of children and family in the community and then strive to work together to fill any gaps, to come up with very quick solutions when there's a problem. Like if there's someone who needs a wheelchair or something, we put it out to our membership and usually within a day, Somebody says, hey, yeah, I have one sitting over here in my waiting room. Come get it. Or if someone needs, this last time was a washer and dryer, and someone had one, and someone needed one. So mm -hmm. it's like those quick hits that really help the community and take the, you know, take the ease some of the misery that some people were experiencing. Right. It's just connecting to one another yeah. and <clears throat> networking and being able to to uh, yeah share. It's a really cool thing to witness. I actually went to my first one, and... To see people go around the room and solve other people's problems like that is really cool to see. In one of the meetings I went to, not necessarily that one, but a, another networking meeting, and somebody said, this is all about what you can do for someone else. You know, I mean, yes, you want your business to grow and thrive, and, mm -hmm. and everybody wants that, but when you help other people, then it ends up coming back to you when you need help. Yeah. I mean, do you find that to be true? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it definitely has a multiplier effect mm -hmm. because when you hear, because now it's um, the Vita tax season and Gene Bowen is out and getting everything organized to do the free taxes for everybody who, if you make less than $50,000 a year, you can contact Gene and um, through CCR and get an appointment and get your taxes done. And one of the big things that was happening is um, low-income people were not doing their taxes so the tax credits and we were missing out on 13 million dollars of tax credits coming into Butler County and through their efforts and through the collaborative every year that gets pared down and more and more money is coming in so that um, people can spend more and it really helps the economy and gets you know gives people that leg up and then um, Bundle Up Butler was something that was, you know, came out of us early on, and um, the paper pantry. And so there's all these little initiatives that have continued to grow and serve the community that were seeded through the collaborative. And it just seems that Butler continues to grow in, in more and better ways as we go through the years. You know, I mean, I was born here, moved away, came back, and it's just, it's fun to see how it's grown and, and developed, and we're celebrating so many things that are us. 
Yes. You know, and, and if, we love. if people want to go on and look at butlerfamilies.com, that's the collaborative. And they meet at um, Monarch um, Institute, Monarch Place, um, for their general meeting. So anybody's welcome. I love it. Well, you know me well, Dr. Lewis, that I always say, what's your final thoughts? Ricky, I'm going to ask you what your final thoughts are. <laughs> so I'm, going to, I'm going to ask you that here in just a second. But uh, just your final thoughts of our conversation, the Monarch Institute itself. Well, I think um, we would just like the commu- to ask the community to help us make this uh, an important resource for the community and to use it and to help us make it grow yep. in s- serving the community. That's Absolutely. what it's about. And let me get your phone number again so if people want to use it, they know how to contact okay. you. Okay, 724-284-9440. Or you can go on Eventbrite and find all the different uh, seminars and and presentations that will be happening here um, as we go through the coming months. All right, Ricky, final thoughts? Um, I'm just looking forward to growing with the Institute and really making it everything that it has the potential to be, and it has so much potential. It really does. And welcome to the family. (laughs) Welcome to the family. Family Pathways, uh, the Monarch Institute, it's it's been used now for uh, a year fully, we'll just put it that way, because I know it was under construction for a while. But if you want to get inside, if you want to see it, if you want to uh, use the facilities for some reason, it is a wonderful place to go. So the Monarch Institute, Family Pathways, you can always give them a call or look them up and go that way. Thank you both for coming in today. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, and folks, thank you very much for joining us for this segment of Let's Talk. You can get this in, uh, well, I shouldn't say in, on our website at WISR 680 AM. What you want to do is go programs and then go down to Let's Talk, and you're going to see Family Pathways. They have their own folder there. Then this show will be in that folder. I knew I'd get it in there somewhere. (laughs) All right. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Tracy Morgan with Let's Talk. The information and opinions shared on this program are solely those of our guests and do not necessarily represent those of WISR, the Butler County Radio Network, or its staff and employees.